Welcome to the Journey to Manifesting podcast. My name is Sarah Prout. I'm a best-selling author, inspirational speaker, and creative entrepreneur. I live in Las Vegas with my husband and four children. As an emotional empowerment expert, I am truly devoted to helping you create the life of your wildest dreams through the power of mindset, meaning, and manifestation. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hello there. Welcome back to the show. This is episode number 118. How are you feeling today? What's going on in your world? I know I haven't released an episode for a couple of weeks because I have been so busy behind the scenes working on something that I will be launching on Wednesday. So if you are listening to the show right now, that is Wednesday, the 13th of May, 2020. And so if you're listening to this in the future, my apologies because the time has already passed. But for those of you that are really, really excited and inspired to manifest all of your goals, your dreams, your wishes, and your desires, I have something very special for you. And like I said, something that I have been working on for the last couple of weeks, actually more like the last couple of months with my team and copywriters and designers and a lot of different beautiful people that have come together to collaborate to bring this exciting project to you. So if you want more information, make sure you follow me over on Instagram. You can follow me at Sarah Prout, click that follow button, watch my stories, look at my grid and on Wednesday I can tell you all of the secret details. So today's episode is along the lines of manifesting because that's obviously the title of the show, Journey to Manifesting, and I'm going to be sharing with you two simple secrets that took me from welfare to a million dollars. So today's episode, two simple secrets that took me from welfare to a million dollars, is an interesting title when I hear myself say it back because I'm like, oh God, Sarah, you're really going to talk about this yet again. Yes, I went from welfare to running a successful seven-figure business. And the reason why I talk about this from so many different angles and perspectives is because quite often I find even my students that have been with me over the last 10 years find out something new, something that they didn't hear when I told the story, you know, a hundred times ago. (laughs) And there's something new that I can bring to the table. So last week, a Facebook memory popped up in my feed, you know, when um, it says this happened 10 years ago. And it was a photo of me and my mom and my two oldest kids, Thomas and Olivia, at a potluck dinner. It was early 2010 And it was a really tough time for me. I was a single mother and I was really struggling. So I just moved to the Sunshine Coast from Melbourne and I think I was staying with my mum at the time. Actually, I don't know whether I was. I think I just moved out into my own place and my mum invited me to this potluck dinner that was hosted by a friend of hers. And I was so stubborn and so proud and I didn't tell my mom that I was struggling. And so finding a dish to bring that could feed a few people was really stressful for me. And I remember making a curry and really, really being proud of it because (laughs) it took so much to think of getting the ingredients and making sure that there was enough for everybody and then showing up to this social gathering and pretending like nothing was wrong. So 
um, my mother helped me as much as she could, but she really, she really didn't know what I was experiencing behind the scenes. I was going through the deep grief of leaving a 10 year, uh, very toxic marriage behind me. And when I started my life from scratch, I had nothing. I had two suitcases. I had $30,000 worth of debt. I uh, had a few thousand dollars that I'd saved up from coaching clients because I used to help to inspire people with their social media and authenticity with their branding. And uh, so all I could afford was a really crappy old car. I um, I found the cheapest apartment <laughs> on one of the best streets. So it's very difficult to rent a home or an apartment in Australia if you don't have a great level of income. And I had next to nothing. So it was a really cheap apartment. And I was trying to figure out how to make ends meet. The future was so uncertain. And oh God, just reflecting back on it, my anxiety levels were through the roof. Thomas and Olivia, my two oldest kids, were so incredibly strong during this transition time because we went from having all of the modern conveniences of my first husband providing a roof over our head and providing, um, you know, meals and money for groceries and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, for the first time in my adult life, I had to take care of myself. I had to take care of my kids financially. And I was really scared. I didn't have a fridge, I didn't have a washing machine or even any furniture. Uh, and what was interesting about that is that I would go to Goodwill stores and buy furniture or find furniture on the side of the road because in Australia they have incredible hard rubbish days. So uh, when people were throwing out chairs or tables or, um, you know, things, shoe racks or whatever it is, I was like, oh, yep, I would like to have that. So I was like a magpie going and collecting little bits and pieces to furnish my tiny new apartment. And so getting back to this Instagram post that I made and also the, the memory that flashed up on Facebook, it really started to conjure up some memories of that time. And enough time has passed now for me to see things with more clarity than I could back when I was uh, when I was experiencing the hardship, when I was living on less than $10 a day. And what I realized when Facebook flashed up this memory and then I created an Instagram post about it was that we had no idea that in just six years from the time that that photo was taken, that I would be running a successful million dollar business. We had no idea. I had no idea that I would marry my soulmate. I had no idea that I would go on to have more kids. I had no idea that from that point in time, I would have five miscarriages in a row. And I had definitely didn't have any clue. I didn't have a clue in the world that I would move to America from Australia. And so my point here is that you can't look at your life right now and believe that it's never going to change because it will. You must you must always believe beyond what you can see because it's the hard work, determination, vision, and never giving up that is the only thing, the only way that you will get to that next chapter of your life. So as I mentioned today, I'm going to be sharing with you two secrets that I used to get through that time. And these two secrets actually didn't make themselves clearly known to me until the moment that that Facebook photo popped up in my memories. So Here's the first one. It does, And just before I go into this, I want you to remember that these two secrets can be applied by anyone, no matter who you are, 
where you've been, what you've been through, what you are currently experiencing, what your background is, or any of the other excuses that we give ourselves to hold ourselves back in life, okay? And I'm speaking to the people that may have patterns of self-sabotage. But here goes. Here are the two secrets that I used. The first one is gratitude. Now, this might seem obvious, but I was grateful for even the smallest of things that would manifest for me. I was grateful to have a roof over my head, even though it was paid for by my welfare check. I was grateful to have food for the day. I was grateful to be invited places and to meet new friends and to have new experiences. I was grateful that I discovered, and this is a funny one, and I had completely forgotten about this one as well. I was grateful that I discovered how to bunch up nearly used bars of soap that I would borrow, aka steal, from public restrooms and and make a bigger bar of soap out of them. So what I would do is when I dropped the kids off at school, I would use the restroom and they had these tiny little bars of soap that the kids would use. And I would just put it into my purse. And then I would put it into a sock. I'd collect it all and I'd make it into a big ball. And when I was scrubbing the sheets or the clothes in my bathtub, because remember, I didn't have a washing machine, I would feel that gratitude. So when I got really good at manifesting, when I started to see that this was working, I got really good at feeling grateful when I was having negative feelings or experiences as well. Because here's the thing to remember, it's all about the way that you view the situation. It's not the situation itself. It's how you can see the blessings in the lessons. This is where you can become a really powerful manifester. I remember a really dear friend and mentor of mine, she said, it's very easy to be grateful at a feast. And it is, but the real trick, the real momentum and magic of manifesting that's activated is when you can lean in with gratitude for the moments where you should be pissed off, the moments where you are triggered, the moments where you have been energetically activated to look for the scarcity and the lack, where you want to be a victim. This is where you flip that script and you're like, well, (laughs) hang on a moment here. What are you training me to be stronger for, dear universe? What is the blessing in this situation? How can I grow from this experience? And this is where the elements of emotional empowerment come to play as well, because when you can pivot your energy to feeling grateful, (laughs) even when you want to go over into the realms of being pissed off and grumpy, then you start to play with the energy and then the universe responds to that energy very differently. So for instance, and you probably can't hear this right now because I've got my headphones in, but my two littlest kids, Lulu and Ava, are singing loudly downstairs and it's echoing into my office. And Right now I could be going, oh my God, I wish they'd just be quiet because I'm trying to record a podcast and I want it to be perfect. But the truth of the matter is I'm grateful. I'm grateful for that background noise. I'm grateful that I get to show you that this is normal living, normal life, (laughs) and and that seeking perfectionism actually holds me back. Because if I waited for the perfect time to record this episode right now, it may not happen. So this is where that beautiful go-with-the-flow energy comes from. And hopefully it will show you the ways that you can do this and adopt this kind of principle in your own life as well. So as I mentioned, the first secret 
of how I went from living on welfare to now running a successful and sustainable seven-figure business was gratitude. Like I said, very, very obvious, but it's harder than it sounds. I know there's a lot of people out there that say, hey, buy my gratitude journal, do this gratitude practice. What are you grateful for? But it's true. The more you can anchor your awareness into gratitude, into appreciation, the more the universe will show up and give you things to appreciate. It's It is something that just builds momentum and it blows my mind every time, but try gratitude. The second thing is connect with a higher power. So whatever name you choose for this higher power is the way to go. I call this power the universe and sometimes God, which can be a little bit trigger worthy for some people, or the divine, divine mother, whatever word for super consciousness feels the best for you go with that. And if you don't believe in a higher power, then just believe in your higher self, in uh, in a higher way of being and living. So back, back in the day when I was living on welfare, I would connect with the universe and hand my troubles over. And this is something that a lot of people can relate to if they've hit or they believe that they've hit something called rock bottom. And this is where the idea for my book, Dear Universe, actually originated from what I perceived as my rock bottom, where I reached out for help and guidance from the cosmos. I looked up at the stars and I'm like, Dear Universe, please take this loneliness away. I never want to experience this kind of pain ever again. And that's when I was under the illusion that I was trapped in a 10-year marriage and I was really lonely and I wasn't willing to take responsibility and ownership for my own happiness. And so I'm asking the universe to make me happy or I was asking my ex-husband to make me happy. But at that point, I wasn't really seeing the bigger picture, the full picture of making myself happy first. Okay, this is why uh, when the oxygen masks drop down on a plane, you put it on yourself first before your kid because you can't take care of others unless you take care of yourself first. And so when I reached my perceived rock bottom, and there were way more rock bottoms after that, (laughs) um, it's a prayer, it's a call out. So whether it's through prayer, through dance, through ritual, meditation, laughter, journaling, joy, and all of the other numerous ways you can connect with the frequency of the divine. You should always remember that this power is there for you to turn to throughout your life, not just in moments of crisis, not when your loved one is in a hospital bed. I mean, that's I mean, that's a given. You you must do that. You must turn to that higher power for assistance, for healing energy if you are in crisis mode, but also do it in the days that are the same (laughs) in the ones where you want to interrupt the pattern of energy. This is so important. Connect to that higher power. Meditate. Do my ancient manifesting ritual. Um, Join the program that I am launching on Wednesday, which is extremely important. And I can give you more details about that after Wednesday. So in the meantime, go to my Instagram profile and make sure you click the follow button because I'll be launching all of the exciting details there. And so when you realize that you have access to this higher power, it's the magical booster juice for your manifestations. It is the river. Like your intentions are always looking for something to latch onto. They are the messenger service. The feelings that you have that are sent out to the universe are only received when you can show deep reverence for this creative power. 
I'll say that one again. And I can't even remember what I just said, but I'm going to try my best to to re reframe that one so it lands in your heart. When you have an intention, when you have a dream or a desire or something that you really want to make happen, something that you want to manifest, when you connect with the higher power, the frequency of all possibilities, limitless and infinite possibilities, then it activates that frequency so it can manifest in your reality. This is quite often one of the most overlooked key pieces in the manifestation process. Reverence, connection with a higher power, an awe-inspiring personal collaborative connection with infinite possibilities. And so this is where the magic is really activated when you put these two very simple secrets to work together, gratitude and connection to a higher power. This is why you see me share a lot. Dear universe, I am thankful for everything in my life. Dear universe, I am grateful for everything in my life. So when I use these two steps in conjunction with one another over and over again, my life began to change. And this is something that I want you to remember. Was it easy? Hell no. But was it worth it? Absolutely. If I had a magical time machine and I could go back and do different things, do things differently, I wouldn't because everything I experienced, the pain, the suffering, the uncertainty, the anxiety, it all brought me to where I am today with two screaming kids downstairs that don't realize that I'm recording a podcast. (laughs) But you get the picture. So Whatever your destination is, just remember it is about enjoying every step of the journey. It's about that appreciation, that gratitude, and then that reverence and connection to the divine, the divine within, because you are the universe. The universe is reflected to you all around you, the room that you are in, the floor you are standing on, feeling your feet on the ground, feeling that next breath filling your lungs. It's a blessing. Everything's a blessing if you look at it that way. And when you do, when you can see that everything happens for a reason, as cheesy as all hell that that sounds, (laughs) then you remember that we are co-creating our reality. So I hope you enjoyed this episode today. Please feel free to leave me a review. I love reading them. This is one of my favorite things to do because every single review that I read on iTunes or whatever podcasting platform you are currently listening to this show on, I send back the energy of love and appreciation and we form a connection. And this is where the power of the collective builds. It gains momentum. So the more you share a review and your thoughts on and feedback about this show, the more it sends out the energy of love and infinite possibilities to others as well. And remember, check out my Instagram account. Go to at Sarah Prout over on Instagram where I will be releasing all of the details of something to do with manifesting that I am launching on Wednesday. I can't tell you more than that, but I really hope that you join me for this very special event. All right, lots of love. And until next time, enjoy your journey to manifesting.